Welcome to another episode of the In the Limelight podcast. I'm Clarissa Burt, founder of In the Limelight Media, where we enlighten, entertain, and educate our listeners. You are tuned in to Booksmart's Authors on Show with Christy Francie. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Booksmart's Authors on Show, a creation of Clarissa Burt, founder of In the Limelight Media. I am your host, Christina Francie, and today I am thrilled to be interviewing Mark Hirschberg, the author of the Career Toolkit, Essential Skills for Success That No One Taught You. Educated at MIT, Mark has spent his career launching and fixing new ventures at startups, Fortune 500s, and academia. He's developed new software languages, online marketplaces, new authentic systems, and tracked criminals and terrorists on the dark web. Mark helped created the Undergraduate Practice Opportunities Program, MIT's Career Success Accelerator, where he's taught for 20 years. Mark also serves on the board of Plant a Million Corals. Mark, thank you so much for coming on the show today. We're so excited to have you on to talk about your book. So my first question to you is, why did you write this book? And what is new and unique about this book? For years, companies have been saying there are skills we are looking for, universal skills across roles, across industries, skills like leadership, networking, team building, communications. But they're telling us they can't find it. It is not taught in schools. It is not trained in most companies, or if it is, at a very tiny level. So there is this huge disconnect between what companies need and what people can offer. That's something that we addressed at the undergraduate level in the program I helped create and teach at MIT. But of course, most people aren't taking that class. They're not students of mine. So I wanted to put out some content to help people at all sorts of career levels and all sorts of industries, a general book that helps them address these skills. And so each chapter addresses one of the 10 most common skills and talks about how to make a mental shift, how to change how you approach that skill, concrete things you can do to execute better in that skill, and then next steps to go further in your development of it. Nice. So how should readers actually use the book? The book is not like most books. Most books you read start to finish or more likely start to whenever you get bored of it. Mm -hmm. I called it the career toolkit because when you have a toolkit, you say, right now I need a hammer. You pick up the hammer, you use the hammer. And when you're done, you put it down and then grab the wrench or whatever is next. The book has an introduction that's about seven pages long. And at the end of those seven pages, I say, jump to whatever chapter you want. If you're thinking, I need to get better at networking, go right to chapter seven, just read chapter seven, focus on that for a bit. And then later when you say, now it's time for me to focus my career plan, go back to chapter one. I wanna work on leadership, go ahead to chapter four. You can read them in any order. Mm -hmm. And this is a book, as Forbes said, is not a book you read once, but one you keep coming back to, because as you need to work on the skills, as you need to brush up, you just go back to the chapter, you read in about 30 minutes, and then you're, up to date again and can focus on continuing to develop that skill. No, I love that. You don't have to read it in sequence and just kind of focus and study one subject at a time on whatever you want to develop. So kind of going into one of the chapters, let's say career planning. Why do you need a career plan? And what are the things that you need in order to create one? 
imagine your CEO said to you, I'm putting you in charge of a really big project. It's going to take the next year. This is critical for the success of the company. What do you do? Do you say, okay, boss, got it. Tell you what, I'm going to go off to my office and I'll see you in a year. Cross your fingers. Let's hope I get it done. That's insanity. Instead, you'd say, okay, well, we better create a timeline, a project plan, a budget, and we're going to do regular check-ins each month. How are we doing? Do we need to make adjustments? Do we need to change the plan? And that's how you increase your odds of success. Doesn't guarantee success, but without it, you're pretty much guaranteeing failure. Now, if you can't do a one-year project without a plan, what are the odds you can do a 20, 30-year project known as your career without any planning whatsoever? That's what we do, though. Yeah, we say, well, we just kind of like dive in. Yeah, we say, I hope maybe I'll be VP of sales in 10 years, cross my fingers, maybe that will happen. That's insane. So we want to create a plan. Now, people get tripped up in two ways. First, they say, how can I possibly know what I'm going to be doing in year six, year seven? Well, if we think back to this one-year project at work, do you know what you're doing on day 273? Of course not. But you have a general idea that by that day, you should be at the integration piece or you should have achieved certain milestones. You have these placeholders that are fuzzier a little further out. And that's how we're going to look at our career. You should have a clear plan of what you're trying to achieve in terms of your growth the next one, maybe two years, five years, 10, 15 years out. Those are going to be fuzzier. Those are more placeholders. Second, we know with this one-year project plan, whatever plan you create, that's not the plan you follow. It's going to change. Yeah, And that's fine. Same thing with our career. Whatever you put down on paper, do an adjustment, do a check-in. So here's something simple you can do right now. I'm going to ask you to pause this episode, but you have to promise to come back. Pause the episode, pull out your phone, open up the calendar, and create an event that says, think about my career, and set it to reoccur every six months. What you've just done is you've now created a check-in. Every six months, you're going to take 30 minutes to say, Let me step back. Let me think about how my career is going. Do I need to make any adjustments to my plan? And you're already now better off than you were before you started this episode. So that's a simple thing you can do. Now, there's a lot more, but that's a starting step. So just like a regular plan, we want to create one that's going to be concrete up front, a little fuzzier as we go, and then do these regular Mm check-ins to help refine and adjust the plan. No, that's a really great idea. Like to put a little you know, six month calendar reminder on there to go check up like, Hey, how are you doing on this? And you can be like, Whoa, I've actually haven't kept up with any of it or like, look at, you know, I need to be better. How can I adjust, you know, my check-in progress of how I'm doing. And then maybe actually put the tasks that you want to do in your everyday calendar instead of like maybe on a piece of paper off to the side so that you can know, okay, this day I need to, you know, reach out to executives or whatever your plan is, you know? Um, I think that's a really good tool. Um, So we also talk about leadership and I think leadership is also really important because you can have leadership roles, even if you're at home, um, you know, with people at work and you want to just exude leadership and you kind of break it down in two different ways. You have influential leadership and you also have positional leadership. 
So what are the difference in those qualities? Positional leadership is how we traditionally think about leadership. It comes from your position. The vice president is more of a leader than the project manager because she's a higher level and she makes decisions. That's one type of leadership. And that works very well in, for example, the military. Mm -hmm. The old joke about the colonel says jump and the soldier says how high. I mean, just You do it because that person has a higher rank and you have to follow orders. That does not work in our offices. Now, yes, technically, I am an executive. And if you don't do what I say, I can fire you. But does anyone want to work in a job where you're told do it or else? That's not a great environment, especially today, especially in today's white collar offices. That's not the culture we want. And I know I work in tech. So my folks, especially, I know every day they get reminded of the other job options they have. So I have to engage them and they care about knowing why are we doing this? What's the purpose? What's the vision being connected to it? That's not just Mark's whim, but I take their thoughts, their input into account. So there's a lot more to it. And my leadership is not authoritative. It's not do it because I'm in charge, but I have to use influential leadership. Mm -hmm. And if we think about some of the greatest leaders Think about people like Martin Luther King or Gandhi. They had no authority. They couldn't say, you, I'm ordering you to do something or not do something. Instead, they said, I have a dream. I have a vision. There is some change I want to create. And they inspired, they influenced yeah. people to join them in that mission. And that's how we need to lead, even when we have authority, other than perhaps the military where you can just say, do it because, yeah. but for the rest of us, we want to influence and inspire in our leadership and not just depend on our position. And so that's developing a number of other skills, including some that we talk about in the book, networking, team building, communications, and that's going to lead to influential leadership. No, I love that. I know when you were talking about, you know, like Martin Luther King and, uh, Gandhi, and I'm like, oh, it's influential. You know, it's like they're inspiring. They're inspiring you to like want to make a difference and want to make a change and basically giving you the option to go forward and complete the task, you know, inspiring you to move forward. Um, no, I love that. That's such a great um, example. Thank you so much. So how did you apply what's in the book into your life? These are skills. There's 10 skills in the book, 10 chapters, 10 skills. And these are ones I have all applied, whether it's the career plan where I've said, here's where I am today, but here's where I want to go to. Mm -hmm. And that applied not only when I was younger and said, I want to rise up to be an executive, but even in the work I do today where I run my own company, but my title's not changing. That doesn't mean I'm not growing career-wise. It just means I'm not changing titles. So I still use career planning for my own development. Mm -hmm. But then other skills, I intentionally worked on my communication skills, on my networking skills, my negotiating skills. Those have paid off extremely well over the years. And so by developing these skills, by being intentional in their development, I've been more successful in the relationships I've built in my career and being able to achieve my goals in the negotiations I've been to. We have a chapter on interviewing. Think about this. How many of us interview other people as part of our job? 
many of us, mm-hmm. how many of us have ever been trained how to interview other people? It's almost like if I said, oh, you're going to drive to work every day. You've, you've seen me drive a car. So here are the keys. Best of luck. Go drive. But that's what we do. Oh, you're going to interview people now. You've seen other interviews, right? So here are the keys to the interview room. Best of luck to you. We toss people into these skills and just hope they somehow figure it out. Mm-hmm. But that's not the way to do it. So that's what this book is for. I've been intentional in my development. And what's in the book comes from decades of research that we've done at MIT, that we've done elsewhere on how to develop these skills, and then knowing how to teach. So one feedback I get very often is, you know, Mark, I'm reading your book. I read this page. I had a question. I flipped the page and you answered my question. That's not because I'm psychic. It's because having done this for decades, I know exactly what comes next. Nine out of 10 people ask this question. So the great thing is from field tested experience of the research on what these skills are and how to apply them, we've put together this toolkit for you. No, it's perfect. I think everyone needs a little help and guidance. You can't do it alone. And it's always great to have like a mentor or the toolkit book, you know, to help guide you because all these people have these really big ambitions and dreams and it's like how do you grasp it like in the what's great is it sounds like the book just breaks it down for you to simplify it and it's like and it breaks it down into categories of what you're trying to accomplish and so it could it's a great like you said it's like a perfect toolkit for life to be able to get you to those steps and accomplish those goals in a practical and maybe not an overwhelming way for someone, you know, because sometimes your goals can be overwhelming, like, oh my God, how can I get there? But, um, but breaking it down and, you know, it's almost would be like a Bible to, you know, your, your success. Um, so I also, you know, you were talking about you're in the tech industry and things like that. And you have this really cool brain bump app. And I would love for you to explain it to the audience. The challenge we face is that where we read information isn't where we need information. So with a book like mine, with other business or self-help books or podcasts and shows like this, we get the information, we say, this is great advice, and then we forget it before we can use it. And there's two types of information. The first is just in time. So for example, I have a chapter on networking. You're probably going to read that saying on your couch. You don't need to network with your dog. You know your dog pretty well already. You're going to need that advice two months later when you're off at a conference. Now, in theory, you can have the Kindle version of the book and you can skim through it, but no one does that. What if we could take the key ideas from that chapter, the things you want to remember, and put them in your pocket? That's what Brain Bump does. So it's a cross between a flashcard app, a book summary app, and a daily affirmation app. So as you're about to go into this conference, you'd open the app and you'd go to the tips and you'd select networking because everything is tagged by topic. So a topic would be networking and boom, there are the networking tips. In five seconds, you can pull up a list of networking tips. You flip through them two minutes before you walk into that conference and now they're all top of mind. They're ready for you. The other way we use it, so that's the just-in-time access, Mm -hmm. is foundational. If you're a first-time manager, 
I have chapters on leadership, on management, but you don't know exactly when or where you'll need any advice. So we want to remember this because we know we forget those books. We forget this episode within days or weeks. We also know spaced repetition works, seeing it over and over. You're not going to reread the book or re-listen to the episode. You're not even going to want to open the app every day. And that's okay because what you can do is set a notification to remind you it's at a time you sent. We don't send you notifications you didn't ask for. So you might say at 9 a.m. as I start my day, I want to get a leadership tip. Each day you don't even open the app. You get a little push notification. Oh, there's a tip, right? Good advice. Swipe it away. Done. But by seeing tip after tip over and over, it's going to stay top of mind. It's going to sink in and you're going to remember it. So the Brain Bump app, which is completely free, you don't even need to buy the books that are in it. It has books, blogs, podcasts, classes, and talks. It takes the key ideas from those. And we have an ever-growing set. Each month, we're adding more. And you can add them for free into your app and then pull up the information as you need it just in time or get the daily reminder on the topic you want to help build it as foundational information for you. Oh, that's really cool. I love that. And I like that you can set the reminders of what you want. You can like customize it, like leadership or a communication skill, or maybe like, could you do like a goal setting thing? Like, does it have like, like a remind you that you need to do this for your plan of whatever it is? Like, is it like that type of thing too? We, we don't yet have that. We may, there are other apps that do that. What led to this, if you think about social media, for example, mm -hmm. you have all sorts of thought leaders and they're always pushing out advice and someone's tweeting right now about some leadership advice. You might be thinking, I don't need leadership advice right now. I need hiring advice or fundraising advice or whatever you're focused on. And you're not going back to look at what did this person tweet six months ago. Yeah, You're not saying, oh, now I got to go dig through their old emails or blog posts. Most of our media is push media. This episode you're listening to came out on a certain date and you're listening to it probably sometime around when it came out because that's top of the queue effectively. But this advice might be more useful to you in the future. So we need pull media where we can pull relevant information when and where we need it. And so that's what this app is. Brain Bump is pull media. Oh, I, I love that. The pool media. You're so, um, you're so, what do I want to say? Like innovative. <laughs> Thank you. Good job. I love it, Mark. And so Mark, where can people get the book and where can people download the Brain Bump app? The book, you can go to thecareertoolkitbook.com. That's my website. You can see where to buy it, Amazon and elsewhere. You can also get in touch with me. You can see articles I put out every week. And there's a bunch of free resources on the resources page, all free. I don't even ask for your email. You can download whatever you want. So that's all at thecareertoolkitbook.com. The Brain Bump app is free on both the Android and iPhone store iPhone has made it, Apple has done something that's a little hard to find. It's Brain Bump without a space on Apple, which it shouldn't be. So go to Brain Bump 
brainbumpapp.com. That website is brainbumpapp.com. You can you can read a little about the app and there are links that will take you right to the stores and you can download it for free. You don't even need to buy the books in it. So brainbumpapp.com and you can get the free app. Awesome. Well, Mark, thank you so much for coming on this episode of Book Smarts Authors on Show. And I hope all you listeners enjoyed all of the great information Mark had to say. And be sure to check out the book. I think it would be a great toolkit for you and achieving your next goals in life. Thanks for listening to this episode of Book Smarts Authors on Show here on the In the Limelight Podcast Network, where we enlighten, entertain, and educate our listeners. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe, and don't forget to tell your friends.